Praise the Lord. And I'll just open with prayer. Um, just hand it to the Lord today. Father, I just thank you that we are in your presence. And I ask that you would anoint your word and speak through me, Lord, the things that you want to teach us, show us, and have us walk in in the days that we're living in. For your glory, in Jesus' name, amen. amen. So this podcast and this um, time of sharing today, I've given it the title Kingdom Authority, Answering the Call. So going back to look in the Old Testament at two of the major prophets and just looking at things that are going on today and how the Lord is wanting to move forward in these times that we're in with the remnant. So the prophet Jeremiah, he was once actually privileged with this incredible face-to-face encounter with the Lord, where in Jeremiah chapter 1, verses 9 and 10, it says, The Lord stretched out his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said to me, Behold, usually that means take note of this, I, the Lord, have put my words in your mouth. See, I have appointed you this day over the nations, over the kingdoms, to pluck up, to break down, to destroy and to overthrow, to build and to plant. And that's quite a commission that the Lord gave to Jeremiah. And it's an awesome responsibility too. But I believe that that call um, for Jeremiah in that time is what the Lord's wanting to do with us in these days, the ecclesia, the remnant, because I believe that the Lord wants to use each of us to do what he was saying to Jeremiah there with our mouths. Our decrees are so important. It's not, you know, something we just speak and forget about and it's not important because, you know, some of us can speak her Scotland and so it can be sort of um, almost diminished in our minds, just the words we speak, but decrees, speaking God's word, God's will, that he promises to watch over to perform, that it won't return back to him void. If we believe that, if we can get a revelation of that, if we can see that in our spirit, that God wants to use us through our own mouths to speak out his word and see things change because that's what happens when we do it in faith 
because we must do these things in faith, believing. And so as we do that, we're actually establishing God's will on earth, all around us. And as we keep doing it, it's not a one-off. We need to do this every day, I believe, on a regular basis. And we're equipped to do these things. We're equipped to do that because God's given us his Holy Spirit. Unlike with Jeremiah, Isaiah, they didn't live after Pentecost like we do. They would have, you know, the Holy Spirit at a particular time uh, would come upon them. We have the Holy Spirit within us. We are in Christ. If we're born again, we are new creations in Christ Jesus. And that is awesome. And that is true. And so we're to do something with that. And we've really not got any excuse not to decree and speak out God's word in these days. So kingdom authority, God's kingdom authority, it's been delegated to us in these days that we're living in. As we're led by the Holy Spirit, as mature sons of God, because the Lord does not want us to come into the kingdom, be born again, and stay a baby forever, which sadly can be the case. He wants us to mature so that we are mature sons of God, and when he leads mature sons of God, great things can be accomplished in the kingdom. Prophetic purposes can come to pass when people are mature in the faith as well as being led by the Spirit of God. So you've got the Word of God. People need to study the Word of God so they can rightly divide it because, quite honestly, you can take a, a scripture, a verse, and you can twist it to mean anything that suits your agenda. And so you need to have both. You need to have the words of God and you need to have the Holy Spirit working in you and the two together will cause you to be a mature son of God led by the Spirit of God. And just as Jeremiah's call was really to the front lines, ours in these days are to the front lines as well. And we are in a battle, we know that, but what we're to do is we're to operate from a place of victory because we are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, far above all the principalities and powers that are having a field day at the moment with fear, with death, these different things. We're above that in Christ. Everyone in Christ is above that. And they need to get the revelation of who they are in Christ. It's so important. And out from that position of understanding who we are, we can speak forth God's word and we can see things change. This is not something that's a pointless exercise. This is so powerful. This changes cities and nations. 
for God. It transforms. So another thing is we don't lead the Holy Spirit. We are led by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit isn't some sort of instrument in our hands. No, he's a spirit of God. He's a person, he is God. And we, if anything, are the instruments in his hands. But we've got to be willing and we've got to completely submit and yield ourselves to him. It's our choice. <clears throat> it really is our choice. We can either obey him and decree or we can disobey and ignore the call on our lives in these days to decree to speak out from that position of authority. And many are not speaking out from that position of authority today. But I believe that his remnant is being used powerfully in these times and the Lord can work with Gideons because he gets all the glory then. And so the Lord's not the one who's needing to respond. It's us. We need to respond to the call. We need to wake up. We need to answer it. And we need to be really focused on this. And we will see things turn around in our nation. We will. So <clears throat> we want to be led by the Spirit of God, not the enemy. There's too many people in the church today being led by the enemy. Now, in order for them to be in that position, things have had to happen beforehand. And what I believe has happened is the enemy has been able to infiltrate the church and from that point inside it inside the camp he's been able to be a wolf in charge of the hen house if you like with his people planted in strategic places inside far too many churches especially seeker friendly ones So in that situation, the, police, uh, the sheep who are there are listening to what's being said to them. And it's not what the Holy Spirit wants to happen in a lot of cases. And so the sheep unknowingly come into agreement with these things, come into agreement with fear with these principalities and powers that are over that region they're actually coming into agreement with them because they're being taught these things they're not being led by the holy spirit they're being led by the spirit of this age and there's very little discerning of spirits of good and evil operating that's why this deception has been able to go ahead and have such a massive impact 
in the church. So quite honestly, a lot of the body of Christ has been put to the sidelines. They really cannot be used in what I'm talking about just now by the Lord because they've been deceived. A lot of people are still in that position. And sadly, they've not answered the call of God in their life. And so the Lord's left to operate through people who take it very seriously, that call. They take it as the main uh, focus for their lives on earth in these days. So, as the remnant, we have been appointed to have this spiritual oversight or, or watchful care over our regions, our nation, over the earth. Because, as I've said, it is being left to us by and large because so many Christians have already fallen for the lies and the deception that they're already casualties of this war. And this might be the war of the ages we're in right now. And sadly, there's many people, many people in the kingdom of God who have both practically and spiritually disqualified themselves from the front lines by not seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness instead of seeking favour with man or being in bondage to the fear of death that God's really not able to use them the way he wants to. And so what they've done is they've aligned themselves with these principalities and powers and it's very, very important who you align yourself with in the spirit. So going back to what the Lord was saying to Jeremiah about rooting out, pulling down, destroying, over, overthrowing the evil, wherever we see it. Yes, we're to do that. The decrees, imprecatory prayer help us do that. But that's not all. It's not just about a defensive role. It's that offensive position where we're not just leaving it at pulling everything you know, down, rooting the evil up. It's also constructive because we're also told to build and to plant. And that is also a directive God gave to Isaiah, Isaiah 51 verse 16. It's very similar to what he was saying to Jeremiah. King James verse 16, Isaiah 51 reads, And I have put my words in your mouth, that same phrase, and I have covered thee in the shadow of mine hand that I may plant the heavens and lay the foundations of the earth and say unto Zion, thou art my people. And Bill preached recently about planting the heavens. 
So what's being done just now is the planting, the, the building up of the way the Lord wants things to be. And we do that, we prepare it, we build the foundations with the decrees. The decrees help us to tear down and root up the evil, but also we want to now build the way the Lord wants things run, because clearly the way things have been going have caused the church to end up the way it is. So we need something else. And we need the Holy Spirit to lead us, not men. So I believe that as we do this, then God's will shall be done on earth. The power of the Holy Spirit through the remnant church will cause God's power, his miracles, the, the fire of God to be released upon our nations and the earth in these days. So I believe that we can see a turnaround in the midst of everything that's going on. And we can see the attributes of spiritual atmospheres surrounding a region if we've got not just the gift of discerning of spirits, but just as a Christian, if we are open to the Holy Spirit. You can sense spiritual atmospheres in a place, in, a, in your neighbourhood, in your town and city. And that's because the spiritual characteristics of that area actually filter down into the physical and the natural realm. And we know that places where there's a lot of witchcraft, sorcery, predominantly occupying the heavenly places over that area. In the second heaven, where Satan reigns, the prince of the power of the air, we see a lot of poverty, we see a lot of uh, death, destruction. And it tells us that in Ephesians 2 verse 2, it says that, in times past, you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, Satan, the spirit that now works in the children of disobedience. So over a region when there's many people living under that jurisdiction, those powers of darkness that the enemy is legally over, then those people, including Christians, if they're asleep to what's going on, they're taken captive to do the will of the enemy. I mean, 2 Timothy 2 verse 26 says, then they will come to their senses and escape from the trap of the devil, for they've been held captive by him to do whatever he wants, New Living Translation. So basically, If the people in that particular area are not born again believers, covered by the blood of Jesus, they've got no defense against Satan. Because there's only two spiritual kingdoms operating on earth. People are either in one or the other. There's no neutral ground. 
people think if they just stick their heads in the sand, if they just keep out the way of the trouble, it'll all blow over. No, this is not blowing over what's going on just now. And it's because the Lord is wanting to do a new thing because it's not been working what the, the church has been doing up to now, apart from in the remnant, in the people that God's called out. And if anybody thinks that it's just business as usual in the church and that, you know, God actually answered their prayers for the things that they're taking into their body, I'm sorry, but they're just deceiving themselves. So that's the sort of dark negative side to it. But we've spoken here before about an open heaven and that also brings a territory with it, but one of righteousness and truth. And it causes the people living under that open heaven to flourish. It causes people to come to Christ. And it brings people into the kingdom of God and it causes any harvest any evangelism that's going on uh, on the ground to be fruitful and it causes God's people to walk in fellowship with them so it's very important what we come into alignment with and when we've got an open heaven which is entirely possible in these days through decrees through being led by the spirit of God not giving in to these doctrines of demons um, and traditions of men. But when we are led by the Spirit of God as mature sons of God, then we can have open heavens over where we live, over our towns, our cities, over our nation. But we cannot sit and expect everybody else to do it. We have a part to play. We have a responsibility before God. And that's not just for leaders. That's for every single person in the body of Christ. And sadly, so many are casualties. So if it is being left to the remnant, then we need to, every single one of us, needs to get serious about decreeing God's word and will. Every day, we can do this because we've got everything we need to do it. It says in Ephesians 2 verse 6, New Living Translation, For he raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ Jesus. I watched a programme a few years ago and it was incredible, you've maybe seen it. And it was about some South American cities that had, you know, just been so corrupt before, you know, with all the drug barons and the overlords there. And they had become renewed spiritually because the gospel had been preached, there was an open heaven and things started to change. And it wasn't just at the spiritual level, but the spiritual level affects the physical. And what happened in these South American cities was incredible. And, 
you can Google this. Um, it's a fact. So what happened in, for example, Guatemala, the actual vegetation responded to the open heaven and the revelation of God's kingdom. And they had physical fruit and vegetables that were produced in ways that had never happened before. There were massive uh, fruits and, and vegetables. And Guatemala has a huge evangelical community who started to be led by the Spirit of God. And God blessed it in the natural because the open heaven caused things to change on the ground. And they had giant carrots. And, but it saved the people from poverty there, a lot of them, because it wasn't just the drug barons. It was also things like poverty. Poverty's not of God. And so many Christians stand against prosperity. Prosperity includes healing and health. It's not just about money, but money's important. And um, if people don't have money, they turn to all sorts of crime. So right now, I believe we're seeing many Christians and the remnant being brought together and positioned and commissioned, just like we saw in Jeremiah and Isaiah. And the Lord stretching forth his hand to fill our mouths with decrees and proclamations that we need to speak out, just like he told Jeremiah, just like he told Isaiah. It's the same anointed word because it comes from the living God. It's the same yesterday, today and forever. Those same decrees, those same words will uproot the forces of darkness on the earth, in our towns, cities and nations today if we'll do this in faith. Then, at the same time, we can start to plant the kingdom of God on earth and we'll get the revelation of those steps as we're led by the Holy Spirit. And when this takes place, that is preparing the ground for an abundant harvest of souls to come into the kingdom of God because I believe at the moment what is happening is the rooting up and the pulling down is going on, but we're also going to come into this stage where we're starting to plant and we're planting the heavens, we're planting on the physical earth as well, the way the Lord wants to see things run from now on after this mess that the church has sadly been at the forefront of. So I, I believe that currently we're living in a season, and Bill preached about this um, on Sunday, that we're transitioning out of the church age into the kingdom age. And there is precedent for it because just like John the Baptist, who was the last Old Testament prophet, was around the same time as Jesus appeared. And there was a transitioning there at the beginning 
of the church age about to start. And then it started the Holy Spirit at Pentecost. And that's like over 2,000 years ago. And this church age is part, I believe, of the trans transitioning out of the end of it into like the kingdom of God, the beginning of the way the Lord wants the world to be. And we play a big part in that. There is a plan. God has a plan. And it's incredible. But he's chosen to work with us and through us. And if we won't do it, who else will? Because we can see that so many people are casualties of this deception. There's a small group of us, but that's fine. Because it's not about our strength. It's not by our might, but it's by the Holy Spirit. And we're in Christ Jesus, plus we have the heavenly host assigned by God himself to help us in this task. So we have angels all around us and spoke recently about the discerning of spirits and asked the Lord to help you to discern when there are angels around you, with you, and he will. Because they're here. We just can't see them with our physical eyes, but they're here. And one thing really important as we move ahead in these days is to remember that the battle is won in the spirit first, spiritually. Then it manifests in the physical. People pray and expect immediately an answer. Now, sometimes that happens. That can be a miracle. But often there's a time gap between the request, the decree, and it actually manifesting in the natural, on the earth. So it's at that time we need to stand and keep standing on faith in the word of God, not swithering, not getting into fear, like, have you seen that country's locked down now? And we cannot take our information from the mainstream media or any other media even at that on social media. We've got to be very discerning in these days. We've got to be very careful who we're listening to because some people just have a wee part of the revelation but then still take it off into the the zone of fear and no the battle has already been won by Jesus Christ he said it is finished we're in Christ and so when we operate in Christ we're victorious we are victorious in Jesus Christ Jesus won <laughs> and Satan was defeated and he knows that we are to enforce that victory on earth in these days yeah. and we do that through decree and that's why we go on about decreeing so much so important knowing who you are in Christ it's essential for this divine commissioning and I believe that we are positioned now to experience that move of God in the natural you know at some point it's going to be a tipping point where it turns and we're seeing wee bits here and there of positive things happening through our decrees. 
But we need to keep going. We need to keep going and a tipping point will come when all change. And then we can start to really operate the way the Lord wants to in the earth in these days. So as God's stretching forth his hand to fill our mouths with his word, to fill your mouth with his word, let's decide that every day we are going to decree out of our mouths God's word and God's will for the days that we're in. No matter what people are saying around us, and we pray for those in power to be godly men and women. We want them to come to know Jesus as their Savior and Lord. We want them to be in the kingdom of God. And so we want to pray for them, but God knows the people. He sees the end from the beginning that will not come to him. And those people who are used by the enemy to cause such harm, we need to hand them over to the Lord to deal with. Because we want people in power, we want our royal family to have people there who love the Lord, who want to see his will done, and who are operating out of their position in Christ on this earth. And so, as we take this commission from the Lord and run with it, then I believe that we're going to see breakthroughs. We're going to see salvation coming that comes along with miracle working signs and wonders. And it will be operating through the people who are doing what I was just saying, operating from a position of their victory in Christ and decreeing God's word out aloud. And then the people out there will see us praying for the sick and they'll be healed. They will see us raising the dead. They'll see signs and wonders and miracles and it'll draw them in to the kingdom as well. And so we're working with the angels as we do this, but it's our responsibility. Basically, God's not going to force us. We've got free will. So let's run with that. God's calling us to decree and declare the word of the Lord so the angelic host can act. They act on the decrees we speak out. You know, they've stood too long just, you know, standing on the sidelines, twiddling their thumbs with not much to do. We need to give them things to actually set about bringing to pass. You know, God releases the angelic host when we decree and declare to act on the words we're speaking. So let's answer his call. Let's be serious about making powerful decrees as we each serve them on the front lines. Let's play our part in the Ecclesia and be 
if you like, our father's special ops <laughs> in these times. His called out ones, anointed and equipped by him to see the victory in Christ over our towns and our nations and eventually over the whole world. And God tells us in Psalm 103 verse 20 that he does give his angels charge over us and also to speak his word. When we speak his word, I beg your pardon, they go out and enforce that. It says in Psalm 103 verse 20, Bless the Lord, you his angels, who excel in strength, who do his word, heeding the voice of his word. So it's very, very important we speak it out. We can't think it. And so, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. So let your kingdom come, Father, on this earth as it is in heaven in these days as we stand upon the victory we already have in Christ and through his wonderful name and his blood covenant with us may your will be done on earth in our nations in this season for your glory alone. Amen. <laughs>